Want to live an awesome life? Tune in to our weekly podcast and listen to interviews with experts on health, fitness, children, and personal development. And don't miss out on our Q&A, which gives you an opportunity to ask these experts questions of your own in these areas. Mooncast is a fully packed show on everything you need, from nutrition, food, mindset, exercise, human performance, daily living, and generally being awesome on every level, hopefully containing a few laughs too. And now, with your hosts, Sonia and Oluchi. Many people across the world are looking for love, and with the ever-increasing frenzy on social media, people are turning to social media to see if they can find their perfect loved one, that perfect match that fulfills that heart-burning desire for love. Unfortunately, turning to social media comes with its dangers as one may be exposed to people that may put your life in harm. But one thing still remains the same and something hasn't changed in the 6,000 years of this Earth's existence is that men and women desire to get married. Today, we'll be talking about whether he or she is the right person for you. Oluchi, how are you today? I'm fine, Sonia. How are you? Mm, great. And how is your love life going? <laughs> Very well. Um, ah. people, for, your, for your information, people are finding love on social media. Yeah, they're also finding a lot of pedophiles, a lot of Pervis, human trafficking, and scammers on social media. But there are those success cases, I won't deny it. For sure, for sure, for sure. And people, people want to get married for different reasons to different people of probably different genders, but we're not really going to get into that one. And among the reasons why people want to get married is that some may want to get love, validation, security, and safety. So for some, it may all just be about, I want to feel secure emotionally, perhaps financially. I mean, you have programs like um, Marrying Millionaires. I was watching it this other time. And there's a sugar daddy who had uh, gone on to a sugar daddy social media site to look for you know, a young girl that he could be with, spend some time with, spend his money on, and know that she's really after money. And so this young girl had also gone onto that site and they met. But surprise, surprise, they happened to fall in love and got married. And although he was now embarrassed to admit that he had been a sugar daddy, but you know, this is how it has become, that someone just wants to know what you want. So you're looking for a sugar daddy? I'm looking for a sugar girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, Let's move yeah. on what we have today. Is she or he the right person for you, Sonia? And what mm. do you have to say about that? Well, what I have to say about that is what is the biggest motive behind everything, Oluchi? If you think about it, it's just that people feel insecure and lonely. And when they feel insecure and lonely, they are likely to look for someone who will feel that inner emptiness and give them the love that they are seeking. 
They want to find someone who will complete them and make them feel adequate and worthy. The problem is that no one can do this for another person. That's the sad thing. We're looking for worthiness in people. Some have turned to pets. You know, they'd rather have a pet. Some have given up completely on love and they've turned to their work or they've turned to shopping because they can't find it because we just want to be complete, but we can't find that in a person. And it is something that we all need to learn to do for ourselves. Wow. You know, you need to complete yourself first before you can actually find completeness in anybody else. And since we're always attracted to people who are at our common level of woundedness or our common level of health, a person looking to get love will attract a person looking to get love, you know? So unlike what you were taught in your science class that opposites attract, in this case, if you're looking for love, you're most likely going to find someone looking for love. So how are you looking for love is the biggest question. And each person hopes to get filled from the other, not realizing that each feels empty and really has nothing to give. Therefore, no one is the right person when the intent of getting married is to get love and security rather than to share love and learning. Wow. I'm sure you've got more to say about that, Olutri. Certainly. The main reason that many relationships don't work out is also because each person is disappointed in not getting what they are, expect they are expecting. And this is what you have been saying. We have to be filled first before we could find fulfillment from other people or expect them to, you know, to fulfill us, you know. But when a person does not know how to love and validate themselves and create an inner sense of safety and security, they certainly can't do this for another person. Yet, this is what each person expects of the other. It's like trying to get water from a rock. What do you have to give when you feel empty within and want to get filled through another's love? It is actually fairly easy to know if this is the right person for you when your intent in being in a relationship is to learn together and share love. A person who comes from a full place within, within finds it very easy to discern, you know, when someone is empty inside, you can imagine that if you're coming from where you are filled, you are, it's very easy to find out that this person is very empty and that will attract um, an empty person, of course, attract an empty person and a filled person, of course, attract a, a, a filled person, a person who is truly open to learning about themselves, to growing emotionally and spiritually, to taking responsibility for their own feelings of safety and security, worth and lovable, will not be attracted to a person who is closed, controlling, and just wants to get love. You know, most of the people just want to be loved, but they don't have nothing to give. So we can see the differences there. And of course, once we meet someone at the first time, I think we always feel this at the first time. Do you agree, Sonia? Yeah, I mean, it depends on who you're meeting. And, you know, sometimes if you're meeting Mr. Right, it's all fuck, 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 happy, happy, happy. And, you know, 
all these chemicals going crazy in you and you know just feeling this happiness and this joy to just want to be near this person but unfortunately so many people get disappointed because they can't find Mr. Right and who they thought was Mr. Right turns out to be Mr. Right now you know and that is can be very disappointed. And knowing if this is the right person for you, it just doesn't happen instantly, I'm afraid. It takes months to discover whether or not a person is who they say they are. You cannot really know who a person is until you have conflict and find out what this person does in conflict. Oh my. And you know, we tend to think that there shouldn't be conflict between people who are in love or Mr. Right or Mrs. Right. There should never be any conflict. But it is in times of conflict when you get to see the reality of the person and whether you can actually continue to be with that person and how does that person handle times of conflict. Some people can appear very open and loving until a conflict comes up and then they get angry, they withdraw, they resist or they just comply, or they close down rather than staying open to learning about themselves and the other person. An important question, Oluchi, is how does this person deal with conflict and how long does it take for them to open up if they do close in the face of conflict? And oh my, how do you deal with conflict? You know, there are people that just clamp up. They don't want to open up. They don't want to to let you in because obviously they feel like um, their feelings will get wounded and some may actually respond in anger. And since none of us enter relationships fully healed, it is very important to know what your partner is willing to explore when it comes to conflict rather than just to protect against it with controlling behavior. So conflict occurs in all relationships. And conflicts really are a part of our human relationships. If you think about it, there's conflict between uh, siblings. I'm sure you, you probably have some conflict with um, your sisters, your brothers, your cousins maybe. There's conflict there, perhaps even with your parents, there could be conflict. As long as we have this human relationship thing, we are bound to have conflict. So conflict isn't always a bad sign. It's not always a kick-out panel. But later we will talk about some telltale signs that could really be indicators that, oh, it's time to get out of this one. If you're a person who is open to learning and wants a relationship in order to share love, there are three essential ingredients that need to be present for the person to be the right person for you. I'm going to cover one, Oluchi, and I'm going to leave the others for you. There needs to be a basic spark of attraction. Wow, that sounds so wonderful. If you think of the times when you first met your better half, you know, the sparks of attraction that were going on. And if you do not feel physically attracted to this person within the first six months of the relationship, but if you ask me, I say, if you don't feel anything immediately, then you better run. <laughs> the chances are this attraction will not develop. It does not need to be instant, maybe, but it does need to be there at some point. So, okay, it may not be instant. We'll take that one, but... I don't see anybody getting married to someone they're not attracted to. I don't know about you, Aluchi. 
certainly the first attraction is the physical attraction of course so if it's missing when you meet someone here you're, you're saying at least for the next six months that you don't feel anything about this person wow it's very long when are you gonna feel something about somebody you just uh, uh, um, met you know for how long is it gonna take that means there's something is wrong there okay let's look at it from this other angle as well both of you need to be capable of caring you know showing compassion showing empathy to be a giver rather than just a taker you know um if this person just wants uh, uh, what they want and doesn't care about what you want they are not the right person for you if you just want what you want and you don't care about what the other person wants or feels you are not ready for a relationship unfortunately most of us are this selfish in a relationship we just want to be takers takers but we don't want to give anything in the relationship also uh, both people need to be open to learning in conflict you have mentioned about uh, you know knowing about the person more more deeper when there is a conflict because you know how uh, how far is this person with self-control you know how far is this person with patience and perseverance with you when they are when they are angry you know some people can just burst out and you never see the, that kind of a demon in them and all that you know rather than just wanting to win and to be right every time you guys should always know how to come together when there is a disagreement or conflict if both people are open to learning in conflict conflicts will be resolved in a loving ways you know anybody who is telling you there will be no conflict there is no disagreement there is no uh, argument in a relationship is a lie but the the difference lies in how we resolve this conflict this disagreements and arguments and all those stuff, you know, in a loving way and in a more understanding way and um, accommodating each other in a loving way, you know. But power struggles will result if one or both of you are intent on controlling and winning. My goodness, you know, most of us in a relationship, we just want to control, we, don't, we just want to win. You mustn't win all arguments. You mustn't be right every time you know and sometimes you're right but you just have to back down you know for peace to reign depending on what is on ground you know other ingredients such as common interests and values are also important but without the above three ingredients that we have mentioned they will not sustain any relationship no relationship will be sustainable without at least these three major ingredients that we have mentioned here. Sonia, what do you think? You know, as, as you're talking, I'm thinking, yes, it's true. And we need to learn to back down in relationships and, um, you know, learn to compromise. But I think everything has an extent to how far can you go because there are some telltale signs that you're probably in a wrong relationship. And if you find yourself in conflict, more than the average person, then that could be one of the telltale signs, you know, that could be one of the red flags, that this may not be right for you. But people may be wondering, how do I really know if this relationship is toxic? I mean, we hear of people 
that stay in toxic relationships. I heard of someone who started a relationship in high school, very toxic, and ended up married to this person. And so many terrible things just happening, and the relationship was just draining her. So I'm going to share, Oluchi, a few of these red flags that this may be an indicator that you need to move on and look for Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright elsewhere. Okay, so um, number one, if the person in the relationship comes on strong at the beginning of the relationship, like you mentioned, wanting to control things, wanting to, to always have their way, and you, you lose an opinion, trying to change maybe the way you dress, the way you walk, the way you talk. And this could be subtle things, you know, like, oh, I think maybe this dress is a bit too short for you. Would you like to consider changing it? Or maybe they'll buy you a birthday present and it's a super oversized dress that you wouldn't want to wear. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, these things can just happen so gradually. And you may actually think it's love, but... Slowly but surely, they started to change you. Oh, why don't you go to the salon? I think you need to change your hairstyle. And you were there yesterday. So, hello, how many times do I need to go there? So, um, that's probably one sign. And another sign would be anger. You know, some tend to, be, to get very angry, you know, and critical or withdrawn. So, if the subtle way doesn't work, then they're going to turn to anger to control you because you don't want to do things their way. So why are you insisting on doing it this way? And another one is that they will try to make you feel like you have done something wrong, even when they have done something wrong. You know, you're in a dispute, you're on the right side, but like you say, sometimes you need to back down when you're, when, even when you're right. But to what extent, how long will you continue to back down? You need to look out for this. If the tables will always turn, and make you seem like you're the person that is wrong when in actual fact you may not be wrong and you always find yourself having to back down for the sake of peace, girl, guy, you may need to run out of that relationship. Okay, so the next thing to look out for is on how the person talks to you about themselves. Are they preoccupied with themselves? Every time you're meeting, it's about me, 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 me what I want to do, what I want to accomplish, my bad day, my, you know, achievements that I haven't been able to achieve, you know, are they, do they care about hearing your side? You know, there are some people, Lucia, I don't know if you've ever encountered them, that when you start to share your side of things, it's just, okay, okay, and that's it. So if you're always the one who is listening, you're always the shoulder to cry on, you're always the one they turn to and they want to be heard, never care about what's happening in your life. That could be another side. But the flip side is also true. If they never want to share anything about their life, especially their past, then that could be an indicator that there is something wrong there. They're not ready to open up emotionally for you. So you may want to think about that. And also, what does the history look like? Have they been through numerous broken marriages? Yeah, you know, we tend to always think, I'm going to be the better one. You know, I know girls like to think they'll always be the, the, the next better one. But if this is a serial breakup, broken marriage, I can't even come up with the right word to describe what's happening there. You may want to think about 
why this person can't put it together in marriage. And will they put it together when they're married to you? Ask yourself that. Do they have an abusive background? Have they ever sought therapy for that background? Maybe they were abused when they were children and they will perpetuate that abuse. Maybe there's a history of abuse. Don't think that you can mend that person. And you know, as the experts say, if he slaps you once, you better run fast. Run a mile. Slaps you once, run a mile. Because when you start to compromise and forgive and forgive, you never know what's going to happen in the end. And how is this person with children? Do they have children? Have they abandoned their children? You know, are they are they child feeding, child bay, child bay, child bay? Are they looking after the children? You know, you need to have someone responsible. If they can't look after all these multiple children, what makes you so sure that he will look after your child? And is the person open to learning from relationship conflict? Or is it always going to be their way? And are there any addictions? the person addicted to drugs, is the person addicted to television even, or alcohol, you need to check those things. If there's a history of addiction, are you going to be able to handle that addiction? You know, you can't always change people. They say love is blind, but marriage is an eye opener. So you don't want your eyes to be wide open with, in that regard. And financially, are they responsible? Is the person responsible or wasteful? Or is the person possessive and jealous? You know, I talked about trying to change how you dress, but there could be other signs that tell of jealousy. And they say abuse always starts with jealousy, and then the next thing is putting you down, and then the next thing is separating you from your friends. And before you know it, you're drowning in that abusive situation. And your views, are they totally, totally different? Yes, we can't always be the same. We can't always see things eye to eye. But are your views religiously the same? Are they spiritually the same? Even if your views are religiously different, is the person willing to make them the same? Is one party willing to compromise on your views? That's very important. What about your interests and hobbies? What are you going to spend the day doing? If one person prefers to watch soccer the whole day and another person prefers to watch 90 Day Fiance, then your views probably clash. So you want to take that into consideration and consider what is happening with your views, with your interests. So it's not all about passion and attraction, but you need to have views that go hand in hand. So those are some of the red flags that you can take into consideration. Yeah, I hear you so, so. The red flags are so many, but do we really pay attention to these red flags while we are in a relationship or while we just met someone? and we are just over the moon, and we are just, um, you know, um, overwhelmed, you know, excited, you know, probably the looks and everything, you know. So sometimes we don't really, really pay attention to these red flags, but they are always there, that is for sure. They are always there. And while we are talking about red flags, let's not forget about the signs of a promising relationship, you know. Once you see these signs, then you know this relationship has the potential to make it, to strive, to survive, and to be a very good relationship, and for you to, to nurture them, you know. Shows respect for your feelings and needs, even when they are different from his or her feelings and needs, is able to be 
empathic and compassionate. If any of you has this, two of you must have this, must bring this into a relationship for it to, to look promising, you know. When you are interested in what you have to say, some you when when someone you are in a relationship is interested in what you have to say and in learning about you you know i keep telling people one thing you should know about people you get into relationship with be it the 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 the, the opposite sex or the same sex is to try to learn them try to know who they are you know try to show interest in what they like and what they don't like you know trying to know them trying to know who they are also accepting of self and others not judgmental you know you find some some of us you know being judgmental we, we judge everything around us judge everybody around us judge your family members judge every, your friends that we came on board to meet you know and stuff like that when you when you, we shouldn't be too judgmental when we come uh with an open mind in any relationship you know and um you should also be open to exploring conflict and differences of opinion you know just like one will say in my own opinion actually that's their opinion there's no offense there's no problem there's no there is no fight in there, in my own opinion, you know. So you, we should be able to explore our opinions, you know, in a relationship. Everybody is free to add their opinion, whatever they feel or whatever they, they think is right or wrong. Another one is, um, does what he or she says he or she will do. Promises, keeping promises. You know, when you keep when you when you make a promise, you make sure to keep it. You have to own up to your words. You know, you have to be a man or a woman of your words when you say something, and that is uh, uh, how it's going to be. You have to care about being responsible for children from broken marriages if you have been in a previous marriages before. Not only children, but your your sibling or um, age parents. And also people around you, you know, there must be a sign of responsibility, you know, somebody who cares about people around him and uh, his responsibility uh, when it comes to children or family, you know that there is um, this relationship is promising because this person also will bring that into your life, you know, takes responsibility for his or her own feelings and health and well-being. You know, sometimes we blame, we, 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 we tend to, to, to blame people, blame things, you know, for our mistake. So if you, he or she takes responsibility, you know, for his faults, for his wrongs, for his feelings, for his health, for his well-being, for anything that he, he, he's doing, he takes responsibility for it. Even if he fails or even if he wins or he or she wins or fails, you take responsibility for that. You know, you are also financially responsible, you know, does not expect one party to take care of him or her financially. We can see that is very common now. Most men depend on the woman because the woman is very hardworking to take care of them. There is nothing wrong, quote unquote, on that um, a woman can take care of a man. But of course, you know, it has to be 
also balance. It shouldn't be okay. There's some men who will sit down there. What do you call them in English? I just want, to, I just want to stop you on that one, Oluchi. I mean, are we not changing the balance of things? And can we truly be happy by changing the balance of things? I mean, if you if you believe in in in, in Genesis account, you know, if you believe in Adam and Eve. I mean, Adam was created first, and Eve was the helpmate. But now, if the woman is 100%, 80%, 60%, taking care of the man, are we not changing the balance of things? Couldn't that be the reason why we could be in some miserable relationships? I don't know. I just had to come in on that one. You can say that again. But, of course, let's um, cut some slacks here. You know, sometimes things can go south, you know, for the man and the woman can help, no doubt. But of course, um, we shouldn't, it, it shouldn't be a norm because it's becoming a norm in the society because we have some lazy, can we, pardon me to say, some lazy men, for example, not when um, things now shifted for, 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 for the man, you know, but uh, a man shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a norm for a man you know, to sit and for a lady to take responsibility of him from head to toe when um, he has the opportunity or he can be able, um, you know, to be responsible in that aspect. The same with some of us, the, the, the ladies. Some of us, the ladies are also sitting down for a man to look after us hundred percent i know that the is the responsible is the responsibility of the man you know in financial aspect to cater for the woman but the woman should be able also um not to be lazy can we put it in that way um you should also be able to work with your hands you should be able to uh, keep the home or keep the family and and, and stuff like that so i think it's a, it, it should be balanced in the society because we are seeing it as a norm whereby um people are being a liability uh, so to speak so we are saying in general for one not to be a liability but being responsible uh, when it comes to financial, uh, um, you know, uh, stuff. Uh, a person who is in a loving relationship and lost their mate to death, people who have been in loving relationship generally knows how to love in a relationship. You also have to look at all these things, you know, some people have lost uh, their partner, you know, whom they love so much to death and all that and all that. But all, all those, you could check the history you know, where this person, he or she is coming from and, and, and all that. And once it's balanced, you know that um, you have a chances of having a very healthy and good relationship. Also, you are able to be supportive, you know, doing what brings you joy, whatever that brings you joy, you know. Each of you are supportive of that. You feel joy for your joy and for your pain together. Once one is feeling joy is our joy. And once one is feeling pain is our pain, you know. And um, you should also have a good sense of humor as well. You know, you make each other happy. You Once you are done, you are looking for each other to tell your tales of the day of how it's going. You know, having a balance between work and play knows how to work hard and how to have fun you know that's all about in a balanced relationship sonia i can see 
you are smiling here and there. I don't know if you have anything to add on <laughs> to these points that I am making here. I'm just thinking how good it is for people to be able to grow, to learn, to have fun together. So it's really sounding like something that is good. But of course, love is paramount. A relationship can't just be all about growing, growing, growing. Where are you going to grow to? Are you some big tree trying to grow? So love, you know, covers a lot of things. And that is an essential ingredient. And you should actually be able to to make each other happy in whatever way that really makes you happy. That those are very powerful insights. Thank you for sharing that with me. Thank you, Sonia. Yes, I can see you are giggling there as well. Probably I'm taking you down to memory lane of uh, when you find your love and stuff like that. Love is a beautiful thing. And once we find a person whom we share our our uh, experience with, who we share our feelings with, I think we all can relate that it is a very beautiful thing. And everyone, each one of us deserves love. Before you can find the right person, you need to become that right person. Doing your own inner work so that you can fit the descriptions above for a promising relationship is the first step in finding a loving relationship. We've come to the end of today's show and we would like to thank you for joining us. We hope that you have found it beneficial and entertaining. We would like to hear from you and invite you to inbox us your questions and thoughts on today's program. We also invite you to share the link to this program and podcast by simply clicking the share button. Until next Sunday, same time, it's goodbye and keep living an awesome life.